Hi everyone, my name's Steve Tudor and welcome to The Friday Show. It's a show that had its faith in humanity restored after this week's charity pod. Today we'll be answering some of the questions that were sent to us on Tuesday. Some on City, others more left field. All will be responded to with an honesty we'll probably likely regret. So joining me around the fireplace sipping our whiskies, we have Ali, Adam and making a long anticipated return, Leon. Hi Leon, you well? Hey, you've changed. Well, that's a welcome. That's a welcome. <laughs> you've changed since we last spoke. <laughs> Probably get more sense out of the dog. I will um, confess, my dogs have just seen a cat out the front. I apologise, everyone. Oh, was, it, was it you, Alex? Sorry. They, were, they right. were mine. They were mine. I, I, I will take that one in the chin. But oh, they're looking sorry, at me I'm guilty. We've got two dogs here, but they're not yeah. guilty. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you well, Leon? How's things? Yeah, really good. Since we last spoke, I now live in the countryside. Nice. I've done the old. Uh, I got I got the dog in lockdown, the old cliche, and then now I've done the country move in lockdown after lockdown. So, uh, how, how yeah. are you finding it? Yeah, it's a different pace of life, but actually, as I approaching fifty in the next couple of years, I suppose no. it's the. Uh, the right move. Can you believe that? I, I won't hear of it. Never. <laughs> Eighteen till you die, sir. <laughs> How are you, Ali? Uh, how, how's the dogs? The the dogs are very well and in full voice. I apologise, everyone. <laughs> fine, that. Huh? No, I'll blame it on the cat out the front. Um, yeah, all, all, all good here, thanks. Um, uh, 50 sounds ever such a long time ago to some of us still. Do. <laughs> no, no, I'm not hearing it from any of you. <laughs> Adam, are you looking forward to your uh, your thirtieth? Uh, I am. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm absolutely not. I'm, <laughs> how how far off is it? A couple of months. Oh really? Um, I didn't know it was that soon. I, I, I wouldn't yeah. have said. <laughs> no, cu- cu- couple of months. So I'm. Everyone's saying, "Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing?" Like, just can you just leave it out? Oh <laughs> man. No, it's more that I don't really like having do's and stuff because it's it's just a lot of faff, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We've uh, I'm, I've swapped a party and we're going to do some hospitality at City instead. So nice. Well, I was fine turning forty. Really, I actually look forward to my forty. If it was great, thirty. Oh man, I had it was a midlife crisis. But you've achieved things with your life up to the age of thirty. I've done nothing. So <laughs> I've um, I've had my midlife well, my pre midlife crisis anyway. <laughs> I had that during lockdown, so we're out of that now. It could be said supporting City is essentially an eternal <laughs> midlife crisis anyway. So uh, on that note, let's get to the questions. So basically, last Tuesday for the charity pod. So many of you out there sent us questions on social media. And even though it was a 12-hour part, we, we didn't have time to kind of fit them all in. And there were some real crackers. Um, so the first one, and I'm going to have to find the actual questions. That would have been helpful to do beforehand. Uh, let's do it from memory. Uh, but hang on, I want to know who it was who I've, sent I've got it. it. I've got it if you want it. Uh, I've got it here, mate. There we go. Yeah, Sorry. There we go. Which City player, past or present, would you like to see a statue of outside the stadium? Obviously, you can't choose Colin Bell because he has a stand. Aguero Company and David Silva already have statues. Uh, and as a bonus question, uh, what pose? This is from Chris Booth. Because um, it's been a while, Leon, let's start with you, mate. Who would you like to see st- as a statue? Yeah, I thought about that. I did do my, my homework <laughs> for my return. I mean, it's a little bit perhaps naff because I remember uh, Mohamed Al-Fayed at Fulham 
and yes. a statue of then he had a statue of his son and Diana. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I'd have Sheikh Mansour, if I'm honest. Yeah. Because none of the players look, we've got Zabaleta, there's loads of deserving players, Yaya Torre, you know, of, of the new city, not so much in the eighties and nineties, but I'd probably I, I wrote a few down, I'd have Sheikh Mansur possibly. Um and then if we were going back, then you could have I know we've got a Colin Bell stand, but you could have Bell, Summer B. Lee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The epitome of that yeah. late 60s team. And then it's a real, and again, it could be slightly deemed naff, but you could have Noel and Liam um, <laughs> in, in there in their, when they used to be mates. Hugging. There's a famous picture in their shirts. Well, the shirts, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, a hug like that. But, you know, I probably... I probably would go if, if the choice was Sheikh Mansour because, you know, he has changed everything. I would, and he's been classy as well about it, you know. I would love to see the response of the Independent and Guardian if he did that. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> it would be worth it just for that. Um, Ali, what about you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, but, uh, serious answer. Um Looking at the history thing, uh, uh, Bert Troutman, I think that story, oh, no, that legend, yeah. uh, probably deserves a bit of commemoration somehow, somewhere. Um, I mean, I know he got a slightly underwhelming movie. <laughs> uh, probably the club needs to do something too. Um, more recently, um, I mean, Yaya was such a, a, a monument for the club, monumental achiever for the club. He, he kind of turned into a bit of a dick in the end. But maybe can we give Yaya a cake? Well, a permanent cake for Yaya. A statue of a cake. Yeah, a statue of a cake, exactly. Um, yeah. But I have, got, I have got one answer. Not only will I tell you who will uh, who needs a statue, I will tell you what the statue pose will be, and I'll even tell you where the statue needs to go. Right. Um, most iconic moment in recent city history, I want a statue of Bernardo Silva wearing a bib with an ill-fitting puffer jacket over the top of it, standing with a uh, bottle of water in one hand and a cup of tea in the other to make sure he cannot clap, his uh, city shirt tucked into his shorts, dangling down over his balls, uh, (laughs) looking with a a glower of undisguised contempt. Uh, And we're going to put this statue right in the middle of City Square where all the queues for people buying cups of tea and and beers (laughs) and stuff all kind of snake into into the centre of City Square and uh, we will call this statue All of Us. <laughs> oh, love it. Love that it. That is genius. I, I would... sold. Forget Shake Man's Adam, who's, who's your shout? Um, Torre was one of my shouts and the pose would be him sticking his tongue out at Old Trafford. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would go for Mancini celebrating when we won the league with his hands in his pockets trying to find his fruit pastels. <laughs> Um, there's there's two more which are a bit rogue. Uh, you could have Tevez cupping his ears. Um, yes. And, but my favourite one, having thought about it, this statue wouldn't be at the Etihad. I'd have this at Goodison Park, and I'd have Edin Dzeko playing dead <laughs> on the floor outside Goodison Park, um, just face down on the turf. That's that's just what I want. I'm having that. 
I think that definitely. I think Sheikh Mansur outside the press box. Or <laughs> 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 oh, in the press box. In the press box. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, you know where the seats are? <laughs> uh, he could have his arm round everyone. So Amazing. if you sit in the press yeah. box, you, you have to be cuddled by him. <laughs> and he soon wouldn't turn up, would they? And uh, Bernardo Silva in the away end and kind of unveiled before next play Liverpool. That would be amazing. Uh, <laughs> I've gone for Jamie Pollock. I, I think he just symbolises the city of yesteryear and, and that own goal. Just oh my uh, God. the pose would obviously just be <laughs> as he connected with the ball. And yeah. Okay, next question. Do you want a different page? If City never existed, who would you be supporting and why? I'm going to start with you, Leon, because I think I know your answer. I'm going to take a a guess at Luton Town? It would be. It would be. Um, purely because they were my local team growing up. And yeah. I've, I've confessed before that, although I can't believe you could have two teams in in your life in football, um, I'm glad I did. Do you, um, do you still look out for their up, results? I do, actually. And they've, they've been, I mean, they've been a huge, uh, huge success over the last five years. Yeah. And they're sort of mid-table in the championship, which is, they need a new stadium, but yeah, if I wouldn't have um, moved to Manchester, then I'd, I'd still be following them. And they're actually a pretty well-supported club. They got a lot of grief in the eighties with the plastic pitch and yeah, and um, the owners. They put boxes on one side of the pitch, but yeah, I'd be Luton Town, and they've got a, quite a hardcore support. You know, much like City, obviously on a much smaller scale, but. Um, and for that town itself, it really is a bit of a dumping ground. So yeah. it has been a bit of a spark for the town. But yeah, I keep an eye on them. So tell you what, yeah, that I'd that be, will yeah. be that will be a very very unforgiving suggestion in some in some circles on Twitter. Tell you that much. Of course, <clears throat> the relegation. Oh, we, David Plate. Yeah, but you've got the kits. Rally Antich. Yeah, Rally Antich. You've got the kits, though. I mean, they were gorgeous, those kits, when they're watching the big match revisited. And if Luton are on, or Carlisle, you know you've got a really good kit in front of you. And I I tell you you what, um, it's actually the anniversary today. You've probably seen it on Twitter. Um, I couldn't tell you how many years ago to the day, but 1961, you do the maths. Oh, Dennis Law, yes. 61 years. Dennis Law scored six goals against Luton in the FA Cup, but the match got abandoned and then we lost the replay. It's just nah. There you go. Wow. Yeah. That is an ultimate city That's story, isn't it? Of just Brilliant. like of, of all the sto- of all the stories of like this is how it feels to be city. That is way <laughs> yeah. up there, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Ali, I know yours, I think. I'll take a, a guess at St. Johnston. Is that Yeah, correct? I mean, that, that's an easy one. Um, I, I mean, I still support St. Johnston up uh, north of the border, of course. But, um, I mean, it's an interesting question. If I'd moved to Manchester and City didn't exist, um, would I become a United fan? Probably. Cause, I mean, the reason I, I started following City is because I kind of wanted to you know, throw myself into the local culture of Manchester when I yeah. moved here. Um, uh, I like to think I, I might become a Stockport County fan or something, but you know, realistically, oh God, it, it could have all gone horribly wrong. So thank you, <laughs> thank you, City, for existing. Is all I can say. Uh, Adam, I don't know. I want to take a no. take a guess at a local club. Uh, I don't know. I, I weighed this up actually, and I probably would have. So I've always said if if City went bust or if City won absolutely everything in one season, I'd just I'd just go and follow Lancashire Cricket Club around. 
Right. I just, <laughs> I just wouldn't. I think at this stage, because I've never really had a second team and never really watched out for any results or anything, I don't know how easy it'd be to pick one up. So I'd probably pivot back to uh, Lanks and just go and watch the cricket, which is the dream, really, isn't it? One day retire and just follow a cricket <laughs> the country and yeah. everything else so yeah I'd probably go there um, I mentioned mine on the pod actually because I think some version of this came up and I said Crystal Palace um, because my dad got the Crystal Palace kit when I was about yeah. four um, and I loved the kit and yeah, it was the team of the 80s as well I was you know so yeah um, it's weird to think that I could have been going down to London you know every two weeks whatever to see Palace Oh, good, good fans. Anyway, uh, that was from Dan Cox, that question. So thanks, Dan. Third one. This is um, getting into meteor territory here uh, from Buzzer1987. Uh, Leon, does City need a Champions League to be viewed as one of the greatest teams? I've written down sadly, yes. That's exactly my answer, Obviously yes. emphasising the sadly. Yeah, I did too, yeah. So why? Um, first of all, why yes and then why sadly? Because the the arguments I have with my footballing friends is mainly Liverpool claiming, you know, so many Champions Leagues mm. and therefore until we achieve that. And and that, that sort of that machine's been rolling and rolling and it's got bigger and bigger every time we win another league. So I'm not that bothered. We've discussed before about, you know, I've done Champions League away games and they're never particularly fun. The police are very aggressive and um, it's not as fun as it should be. Um, and as a tournament, you know, we've seen it happen. We've seen an average Tottenham team, you know, get to the final. Mm. Uh, a very average Liverpool side back in the early 2000s when they won the league with Benitez, the Champions League. So, it, it you know, it's a, it's a cup tournament and... It doesn't show. It, it shouldn't be proof of a great side because undoubtedly we've had three great sides, perhaps four in the last ten years, and still we have to win this thing. So I just said we've got to win it just to basically shut the noise up. Yeah, which is why it's sadly because we should never have to shut any noise up after what we've achieved in the last ten years. I exactly say it's all. Does Messi need to win the World Cup argument? It's so flawed for me, but that's, it's it's also how it is, sadly, I think. Uh, Ali, um, do you think City need to win the Champions League? Yeah, also fail, fail me under sadly, yes. Um, I think when I, when I look around at other football clubs, um, if I look back in an, another era, one of the, re- or yeah, a major reason why I think Nottingham Forest are one of the uh, greatest clubs in English footballing history is because they won the European Cup. Mm. Um, if they'd won a couple of, uh, well, uh, leagues, um, you know, first divisions back then, um, it would have been an achievement, but nothing like on the same scale. And when I look around now, there, there's a bit of me, although it kind of pains me to say it, I consider... Um, Liverpool, United, uh, Chelsea, to have reached kind of heights of of footballing achievement that Arsenal hadn't 
And the reason is yes. quite simply yeah. that Arsenal haven't won the Champions League. That's, and if, yeah. that, if, I, if I apply that to other clubs, I have to apply that to ourselves as well. Um, now, I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate before uh, City fans start having heart attacks on Twitter and everywhere else. Um, at the beginning of every season, by far the most important thing is winning the Premier League. Winning the title is the one that matters above all others. Um, but the more titles we win without winning a Champions League, the more it feels like unfinished business um, and you know if, uh, heaven forbid you know if this era of City dominance and, and Pep Guardiola and all the rest of it were to pass by without us winning a Champions League then it would feel like a, a major disappointment and like there was a big gap on the trophy shelf where that should be Adam what about yourself um, <clears throat> yes and no I think we'll some of our sides over the last few years will go down as the, the greatest teams in Premier League history mm. but um, the thing we win in the Champions League is you join a very select group. Like only in in the current Premier League, uh, obviously you've got Forest and the like, Villa and everyone else. Only United, Arsenal, uh, not United, Arsenal, Liverpool, United, Chelsea, Liverpool have won it in the Premier League. So you join that select club mm. and then you just it's just ticking a box, isn't it? You get the monkey off your back and all the rest of it. And everyone can rest with it. It's something that the club, you you saw it in that final, we totally just cocked it all up because it, it's the final hurdle for the club and the ownership and Pep especially as well has got that curse of he hasn't won it since he was at Barca and yada, yada, yada. So get it won and just get it over with. And once you get won, then things happen from there. And the the like the big regret is United won the the treble obviously in ninety nine. We have got a side who can do that, yeah. And we've got a side who can do more than that. So it's just those final little pieces of the puzzle. We've got the the players for it. We've got the manager for it. We've got the backing for it. But it's just been a bit of a pain. Um, yeah. I don't think it it would say that we're not a great side. You'll look back in fifty years at some of the the sides we've put out and they will go down as some of the best ever. But if you want to be among that select club, then you, you do need to win it, annoyingly. I, I agree with all of you both, really. And and something you said earlier there struck a chord regarding Forrest, because if you look back at... You've seen uh, I Believe in Miracles, a film about Forrest winning the uh, European Cup, and it's a great documentary, and it, it just shows it for the, the adventure that it was. And it's not an adventure for City. It's a chore. It's something we have exactly as you said, Adam. It's <laughs> it's something that has to be ticked off, you know. And it's so it'd be great to just get that done, and then we can you know enjoy ourselves from there on in. Um, the next question is a <laughs> it's a cracker. This one we we never get a chance to talk about this kind of stuff. So thank you, EJ David, for sending this in. Let's start with you, Leon. What's your perfect Sunday? Um. No hangover. <laughs> right. <laughs> That'd be a good one. So this is a fictional uh, Sunday we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I, I do go easy Saturday nights, Jim, because I do like a relaxing Sunday. But yeah, but it doesn't always happen. But I'd say no hangover, an early game of golf, which again shows my age, and then a roast, a couple of beers, and then get to City away. Um, because obviously, as I said earlier, off air, I'm loving. Uh, city away at the minute yeah because I'd go to a game and then get back and if my fiance is talking to me after that day quite a selfish day <laughs> <laughs> if she's actually talking to me then to um, 
watch a bit of TV and have an early night. Um, <laughs> and that's the perfect Sunday. I don't know how knackered I'll be after that. I was gonna, um, I was gonna say that exact thing. <laughs> that sounds like a brilliant but very tiring day. <laughs> so yeah, that would be that would be a, a great Sunday. Ali, what about yourself? What's your uh, your favourite kind of Sunday? Yeah, I mean, a favourite Sunday that actually happens relatively often um, would involve a, a City game with a victory, ideally at 2 o'clock. If I could get to a home game at 2 o'clock, uh, this is how my ideal Sunday would pan out. I would uh, The dogs would let me sleep in a little bit later than I <laughs> do in the morning, so I got a, a good night's sleep. Um, get up, have a, a lazy quick breakfast maybe, um, make my way over to the Etihad, watch a 2 o'clock kick-off, uh, like a... a, a Solid 5-0 victory, something like that. Hmm. Um, get home. And our family like to do a, a, a kind of late roast dinner on a Sunday. Um, hmm. And there's a, particularly in the summer, there's a thing that genuinely does happen to me quite often, um, which is I will get a, like, some roast veg and a lump of meat into the oven at about half past five or so. Um, and then as the sun is going down, uh, I've got a little spot in, out the back of my house in the back garden uh, where I can sit and watch the sun go down, playing my guitar with a beer, um, nice. with high walls all around me, so I'm not bothering anyone. Um, and it is just, it's my moment of perfect contentment when I'm um, plucking a few tunes in the guitar, uh, drinking a beer while a, a roast dinner is cooking away in the oven, and then I'll eat it, and then hopefully my wife will go to bed early and I get to watch Match of the Day too. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds spot on for both of you, to be honest. Uh, Adam, what about yourself? Um, so I, I don't want a City game on the Sunday. I want to wake up with, not not a hangover, but not, not a hangover, just somewhere in between. Fuzziness. Um, yeah, a bit of fuzziness, yeah. which means that we've won the 5.30 kickoff. We've gone out and I've got <laughs> in bed and I've woke up. I want to make a good breakfast. I want to go for a walk. Um, ideally, the weather conditions are cold but sunny. Um, go for a walk, get a coffee, come back, uh, prep the roast for tea. Hopefully there's two games on on the Super Sunday. Um, a good game that I don't really care about, like a, a West Ham Leeds. And then a game that I do care about and the team that I want to lose loses. <laughs> two beers, <laughs> roast, match of the day two, done. That'll do. Fantastic from all of you, fair news. Yeah, I, I'm going to chip in here and say that where I live, I'm very lucky to have a, a common nearby. So take my little daughter to the common, feed the ducks first thing, a fry up, um, <coughs> an Italian game of footy um, on BT because obviously working, writing about football as I do, it, it does, even watching City these days, there's a little part of me which is always, you know, thinking about work and thinking about that. Whereas if I'm watching an Italian game of footy, I can just switch off and just enjoy the football. Um, and then just cook a curry for several hours, listen to... A bit of Sly and a bit of Gil Scott Heron, that'll do me, um, yeah, nice. with a film in the evening. So yeah, all good stuff. I really want it to be Sunday now. <laughs> <laughs> Sundays um, are underrated, I think. Oh, absolutely they totally. are. Sundays are underrated. Yeah. Change of pace now. A uh, bit of a serious one regarding City from Zep9010. Um, Leon, do you see Pep Guardiola doing another three to five years at City? Well, I certainly hope so, because... I don't know where we can go after Pep. But I also believe it's a possibility because I've been thinking about this a lot. And 
I know people talk about the Spain job for him, but I don't think that's enough for, for someone like Pep, who's so yeah. intense, to go and do a national job. Possibly when he's 70, but at this, uh, in his prime, that would be a huge blow for, for football if he took a, a national yeah, job. agreed. Anywhere. So, you know, let's be honest, where he could go anywhere, so there's obviously loads of options, but where would he be really pushed? Um, the French League? No. The Italian League? The German League? But he's been to Germany. The Italian League possibly wouldn't want to go back to Barcelona. and he wouldn't go to Real. So, I'm hoping that he will do a five years. Have a legacy, you know, go as long as Wenger and Ferguson. Now, in this modern world, it's, it's probably unlikely, but, but nothing bad has happened with yeah. him and the chairman, and he's got all these people around him. My only, the only thing I can think of is he's very patriotic, and his family, you know, are all from Spain, so maybe Manchester won't be, you know, his life. Yeah, that's my worry. So maybe, maybe he will find, you know, for his family that he'd want to, to go back in the weather. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a match made in heaven for everybody. So, yeah, I hope he, he signs. But I, I think family is at the root of it for me, which is why I don't believe he'll be here in, in three to five years. Um, but I really, like you, obviously really hope that I'm wrong, essentially. Uh, Ali, do you, can you see him? Being here in 2027 or whatever it might be? Yeah. If you'd asked me a year ago, uh, 18 months ago, I would have said no, no chance. Um, the noise he's, he's been making and just kind of the, the atmosphere around him over the more recent weeks and months, it kind of feels more possible now. It feels like something has shifted in, in his thinking over the last few months. I may just be imagining that. Um I, I got. I, I would hope he stays for you know for the rest of forever. Um, I think the in terms of a football job, he may just want to retire. He may just think that you know it's time to lie on a beach for the next twenty years or whatever. And good luck to him if, if that is what he wants to do. The only job in football that I could really see him moving away from City for would be a really genuinely powerful director of football type role at Barca. Mm. Um, I think if they were to completely restructure the clown car that is Barcelona <laughs> FC um, and build a new structure with a, a meaningful director of football overseeing the management and everything else, uh, Guardiola might be tempted by that. Um, obviously, mm. I very much hope that doesn't happen. Um, beyond that, I, you know, I agree about international football. I don't think that would be demanding enough for Pep. I think there'd be you know, that's kind of neither, you know, what do you call it, neither this nor the other thing. Um, I think he would get bored quite quickly in uh, international football. Um, so he, you know, he might do it for you know one qualification and one World Cup, but it, it wouldn't be a long-term thing. And I would imagine that would be his final move in football. Um, but yeah, going back to, Mar to Barcelona in, in a very senior role is one that does worry me. I can't see him retiring anytime soon. I just, it, it, I can certainly see him taking a break after City, but retirement, I just can't see it. And yeah. um, Adam, uh, so I, 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 I agree with two of you. Um, what about yourself, Adam? Uh, I can see him staying because it's his project. The entire club is 
in his vision, I think. Yeah. So he's got all the freedom and space to build as he sees fit. And he's, he's really taken an eye to the youth setup, which is the most promising thing I think for him staying. Um, and he's, he's done one evolution of the team or re-evolution. So maybe he's looking at another one. However, it's a, the family thing as well with most of his family being based in Barcelona. Um, Barcelona could, I, I think at this moment in time, Barcelona, are the only club that he'd go to. Mm. Um, the way I see it is I think he'll extend, but I think it will be another 12 months, maybe. Um, and then oh. that might be the end. He might get to 10 years, um, which would be quite incredible. Cause I think when he joined, we all said, if we get three out of him, brilliant. Yes. Yeah. So if we get 10 years out of Guardiola and he can polish it off with the European cup as well, then, then great. <clears throat> the one thing I don't want him to do is he'd never outstay his welcome, would he? Because we want him to stay forever, but I don't want him. I don't want it to feel like he's just, just there. I want him to always be like the at the end. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want him to be the pep that he is now where he's got, all the enthusiasm and you've seen him dip in and out. Like when his mum died last year, 18 months ago, he just looked a shell and that's not the man that, that you'd want to, to keep going. But if yeah. we can have him here for another 10 years, great. He won't be though. Not in any, any universe would he be? Um, but he might do what he said. Oh, he said he's going to do. He'll finish at a club and he might just retire. I because can't he can't see it. I mean, he, he can, can and he probably wants to. I mean, you know, I'd love to retire right now, but then, you know what it's like in life, isn't it? You know, a year down the line, particularly someone like Pep, I just can't see him retiring. I can see him taking a break. I mean, I can see him sitting in a restaurant one day and he's told his wife, yeah, that's it, now with football. And his wife's sitting in the restaurant chatting away to someone and she just sees him in the corner of his eye just playing with the pepper pots and the salt shakers, just putting them into a funky formation. And his wife thinking, oh, oh no. <laughs> I just can't, yes, I can't see it lasting beyond 12 months, say. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting one. Um, the next question is from Data Evan. And I'm going to tweet your question, uh, Evan, if you don't mind, because I'm going to make it a bit tougher. So, I'll start with you, Leon. Would you rather see City win the Carabao Cup and FA Cup and United win nothing in a season? Or would you prefer to see City win nothing and United get relegated? Well, my answer to this question has changed. Um, for 20 years, I was humiliated by United fans. Mm. every week uh, I've said before one of my best mates is in the coaching setup there and his dad was there and um, as Ali mentioned you know when I, when I came to Manchester I had, a, a, had an easier journey supporting United obviously I didn't take that that route and they were like I got a lot of grief from those guys I saw a lot of the time mm. so I, I would have always said the United relegation of course, which would mean everything to me at that point. Now I've become older and United aren't rivals to us anymore. Then my sort of Liverpool and my nemesis. <laughs> so, so, so in terms of being a true fan in 2022, that I think it's very negative for us to even care what United are doing. And we always want to have another trophy in, in the cabinet. But so I'm torn there. But to give a straight answer, 
because we don't get many of those in the world anymore. I would just say, yeah, United relegated. Yeah, I'm leaning towards that. I very much am leaning towards that. Just for those 20 years of humiliation. I I was just thinking then there wouldn't be a lot of kind of, you know, banter currency as regards to United not winning anything, but relegation. Um, Ali, where do you you sit on this? Uh, When I saw this question coming up on the agenda for today, I I remembered a tweet and I I actually went and had a look for it. I couldn't find it. Uh, About a year or two back, someone on Twitter, a City fan on Twitter, uh, said people occasionally ask me this question: Would you rather, you know, City didn't win anything this year and you know, blah 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 blah? Um, and my my response to this is: I would uh, not only not win anything this season, I would take every trophy, every title we've ever won, and burn the lot just to see United get relegated. And I kind of understand where that is coming from. At the at the same time, I I do also I get what Leon just said that uh, it's. It doesn't feel quite as important now as it did only a few years ago. Yeah, um, the, the ongoing comedy of United's underachievement is taking the edge off that. Um, to the extent that it's almost getting to the point where it wouldn't be that much of a surprise if in a, a couple of years' time United were to get relegated and it wouldn't be that much of a big deal either. That's an overstatement, but it's a measure of where United are at. Um, but no, I, 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 there's enough of a bear to me. I would certainly win absolutely season just for the joy of watching United getting relegated that would be immense it would be wonderful it would be glorious and I would I would have a smile on my face that would take decades to wipe off yeah I mean the diplomatic answer is I'll have the two trophies thank you very much mm. uh, but excuse my French fucking relegated yeah. <laughs> well, let's just I, I don't I don't care I, I don't care um, just let let them suffer. Yeah. Because we will win FA Cups and League Cups for the next 10 years. Let's just watch them have to struggle and suffer and just re- rearrange the, the thought processes that they've had for the last 25, 30 years. So, yeah. I, 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 I've said on the pod before that I remember watching TFI Friday when City dropped to the third tier and the punchline to a joke about being terrible at something was Manchester City. It wasn't football-related, what he was saying. And you know where, where he sat in that desk with the... It's like a bar, wasn't it, upstairs in TFI Friday? Yeah. And the whole bar just burst out laughing. You know, not all of them were into football, but they recognised that Manchester City were a shorthand for something terrible. United would be that. It would be <laughs> the full circle for me. It would be so delicious that I wouldn't want it to happen because I'm on a diet and I would just want to eat and gorge <laughs> upon it. <laughs> it would be incredible. So yeah, relegation for me. Um, we're running short on time so let's just kind of squeeze one more in. Um, the final question sent to us. Um, Leon, define success for this City team this season in your opinion. We've sort of talked about it throughout this pod really. Uh, we mentioned United's treble in 99. Mm. But again, a bit like, you know, we're in the Champions League, sadly, yes. I feel that, maybe I'm surrounded by too many United fans, but I do feel that we need the real treble, as they call it. Yeah. Um, and, and this season, because um, I think there will be a sort of transition period, possibly, for this team, and maybe we not winning the league every season. I mean, so I would say 
obviously it'd be, it'd be the biggest success if we won the treble but while we're in, in the three competitions and not always pushing for four um, success for me would be the real treble yeah yeah, I'm going along. I'm going to contradict what I said earlier and say that the league alone would be enough for me in terms of okay, that's a successful season to to win it four out of five years. Would you know? So I'm I'm contradicting myself there, and I'm aware of that. Um, Ali, do you, do you go along with with Leon there, a treble or or kind of anything lower? Sorry, that was to me. My headphones just died uh, out. Yeah, no, it was, it was for you, Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I. I not quite sure what we mean by success here, and I'm really wary of setting standards for City that are just so ludicrously high that anything less than you know historic uh, heights of achievement is seen as a failure. Um, if we were to win a cup, that would be a success this season. If we were to win the Premier League, that would be a huge success this season and we shouldn't denigrate or, or do down that achievement because winning the Premier League is fucking difficult to do. Um, as You only have to ask Liverpool or Chelsea or United about how easy it is to win the Premier League yeah. uh, to, to measure that. So, um, so this kind of uh, inflation of expectations that we get, that, that we produce by our own uh, uh, achievements over the years, uh, I don't want to get too sucked into that. Um, obviously, the dream is to win uh, the treble or you know, win the Champions League and the, the Premier League in the same year. Um, but I don't think it's I, I don't think it's fair to say that if we don't do that, it's not a success. Um, yeah, we we're an incredibly good football team and an incredibly good football club uh, and the heights that we have scaled as a, a group of players under this manager are phenomenal um, I don't want to set ourselves up for failure in any way um, it's a massive achievement to win the Premier League it's a massive achievement to win the FA Cup uh, it's a hell of an achievement to win the Carabao Cup and I'm really gutted that we're not going to win that yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just say that again um, so all these things are success um, and I, I uh, wouldn't want to do down the achievements of our previous years by saying they weren't successful or by saying you know, if we don't win you know, a, a treble or a quadruple or whatever this year then we've somehow failed nah, nah fuck that okay um, Adam, I'm going to phrase it slightly different to yourself, mate. Ooh. What would you be happy with at the end of, you know, come May? Uh, just the Premier League. Win the Premier League and anything else is a bonus. Um, right. I, at the start of the season, I would have said just win something. Uh, I think we, we can't expect to win everything and we can't expect to win things every season. But with the team that we've got, the manager, blah, 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 not winning anything would be a disappointment. Um, but given the position we're in in the league now, I, w I would be disappointed if yeah. we didn't win the league. Um, so I would be happy with and would kind of expect us to go and win the title now. Anything else is a bonus. An FA Cup would be nice. And also it would be nice to to get to a semi and a final of the Champions League and try and right some wrongs. Yeah, I've got, I, I really want us to see, see us go deep in the Champions League. Um, mm. yeah, if we get to a semi, you know, that's that's okay. It, obviously, I'll be heartbroken when we go out, but in hindsight, that'll be okay. We've gone deep again, um, and we're always knocking at the door. That'll be okay. Um, 
Okay, well, that's, thanks, Matt, for that question. Um, and thanks, everyone, for, for joining us today. Uh, thanks, Leon. Cheers. It's nice to be back on a Friday. Thanks, Steve. Very thanks, good to have you back, mate. And thanks, Sally. Always a pleasure. Cheers, guys. And thanks, Adam. Thanks very much. Good fun, that. And most of all, thanks, everyone, for listening in. That's a wrap for today. We're off to apply for the Everton vacancy. And you know what? We think we've got a genuine chance of it. (laughs) In, In the meantime, take care of yourselves. Be well and forever up the blues.